So what would your hitman gimmick be? Ooh, that's a good one because I've been thinking about this for 28 years. So yeah, my, my, my hitman gimmick is just, just technology never works for me. Um, <laughs> and I always, so I always, like, I go in with some flash gadget or even just like a flashlight and it never ends up working and I just have to beat whoever I'm chasing to death with the blunt end of whatever I'm holding. And, <laughs> just and, a flashlight. It's not even like really yeah. fancy Mission Impossible yeah. style <laughs> gear that fucks up. It's just like, literally when the guy comes to hire you, it's like, hi, come in. Alexa, turn on the uh, Alexa. Alec- Alec- Alexa. <laughs> Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> Alexa. Ah, and you're just like yeah. screaming at it for 12 minutes whilst the guy just stands there. That's it. And then I have to beat him to death with Alexa. And, <laughs> and it always ends with me just being like, fuck, fuck. Such an idiot. Fuck, never again. He didn't even bring the money here to hire me. I'm <laughs> fucked. I'm so fucked. And I keep buying Alexas. <laughs> I'm in over my fucking head, man. I'd do anything. Knock, knock. Ah, hello. Immediately put the guys back. Yellow. Welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that shot me and murdered my friends and then dumped me, dumped us in the lake. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I'm Paul and Tremor. I'm going to fucking drain you. <laughs> oh, it's been a long process. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can still hear the children singing the holiday songs, so it must still be Goodman's season. <laughs> Stand for a pound. <laughs> Leave it at you, swear. Ah, oh, the children. I love them at this time of year. <laughs> oh, we managed to sneak out of Nicolas Cage's farty car, but oh shit, it's an immense cast of eclectic folk. By yeah. gosh, it's smoking aces. Buddy Israel. No former witness against the mob has been as crucial as Buddy. Aces Israel. He's a strung out, washed up, has been, jerk, snitch, seven layer loser. What are you trying to say? What's the rate? One million bucks. Million dollar hit fee would draw some huge flies. He's not only essential to our case, he is our case. They're gonna pour boxes of bullets in Israel. They must not succeed. This is the 2006 action movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a blunt way to put it. I didn't realize. <laughs> 2006 film. 2006 action movie. Uh, directed by Joe Carnahan. Mm. The man who directed every action movie that ever surprised you by being better than you thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, he did Narc. Which is uh, The Grey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Liam Neeson punches wolves and is surprisingly good. Uh, yeah. Boss level. Should I hear from you? Yeah. Quite it, good. It was, yeah. yeah like, yeah. Su- surprisingly had its, had its flaws, but was fun. Mm. Fair enough. And Cop Shop, which I've not seen yet, but I've led to believe was surprisingly good. Oh, and he also made the A-Team remake with Liam Neeson, so... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Oopsie. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, the one with all the nonsense CGI. And he's currently remaking The Raid with Frank Grillo in the lead. Oh. Because the original had foreigners in it. We don't, we don't like that. Well, I, I have been I saying like we haven't had enough Frank Grillo. I think he's a very charming guy. <laughs> And, you have been saying that a lot. And he is a trained martial artist. You don't get to see it in Jiu-Jitsu, Paul, but he is. He just when I first shot read the name Frank dies. Grillo, yeah. I immediately thought that that was the character that John Burnfall plays in The Punisher, and I was very confused. <laughs> he is also that, yeah. Frank Grillo is <laughs> mind-blowing, mate. Phenomenal presence. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I watched a little making of Doc, which was interesting. Hmm. Um, a few tit bits. Is a few bits of tit. Is that uh, Narc was apparently due for a limited release, but then Tom Cruise saw it and signed on as executive producer to spread it farther. Well, to, to spread it farther, he uh, to yeah, spread no. it farther, spread them farther. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is which is good. Narc was uh, one better thing. Is uh, oh dear, <laughs> yeah, but it is um, surprising for just being a very very good and entertaining grim mm. film. Yes, very gritty sort of grim cop drama. So everything that Joe Carnahan did since that, I mean, the grey, I guess, yeah. has, has been a bit of a departure. Um, yeah, and well... Like circus Time by Joe Carnahan. I don't know. Well, indeed, but then Smoking Aces was before the grey, so... 
Oh. It's been just circus time mixed in with grim time pretty much all the time. That's He's true. a very strange man. Yes, then Tom Cruise tried to hire Carnahan for Mission Impossible 3 after David Fincher dropped out. That would have been an interesting one. That would have been an interesting fucking movie, wouldn't it? Mm. This was, what was Fincher, 2006? This was after, um, this was just before Benjamin Button, after Panic Room. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad he didn't do the Mission Impossible films, I think. I think so. I think that worked out for the best. Yeah. I'm glad the guy who ruined Star Wars did those. I didn't know Ryan Johnson. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. Um, <laughs> I. He was. Yeah. Mission Impossible 3 <laughs> was great, though. That was a real. Oh, was just to, good. Just to yeah. take a step, you know, aside from everything else that we're meant to be discussing. It's fucking good. It's a good film. Oh, it's a very good film. Mm. Um, I'm being covered in insects, so let's move on. Uh, then <laughs> Got to keep tried, moving. Yeah. Uh, just, I'll just read the Mission Impossible line again. Um, yes, he was, um, he was involved for 15 months. Uh, but his vision proved to be too eccentric, and he struggled to find work since, and so smoking aces. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> listen, no, just listen, Tom. Tom, listen. Common. <laughs> no. Get out. Get out. Get out, yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, Jeremy Piven really did train as a magician, making appearances in Vegas as Buddy Israel, which oh. must have been a bit confusing for a couple folk who came to see the movie. <laughs> Isn't that? Oh, my God. Is he? Is he playing himself here? Is this a documentary? <laughs> it's being very liberal with truth and style, I darling. I think that was. I can't be. I think that was common. <laughs> what in this film? In this <laughs> land? Uh, the role played by Chris Pine was originally intended for da 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 Michael Shannon. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> no way. But, Shh, oh. I know. That's but <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> That is very interesting. But legend goes that Carnahan saw Shannon treat a costume designer meanly and fired him on the spot. Really? Shannon instead of the uh, costume designer. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you get in the way of Shannon. That's what legend (laughs) says. But you know what legend's like? Especially about Michael Shannon. He's a a many-tailed folk figure. A many-tailed folk figure, for sure. Yeah. Um, A many-tailed folk singer. I think think around that time... That was sort of boardwalk time, wasn't it? And he was a he was a skinnyish guy. It would have been a boardwalk a, was later. Okay, well he 2010, was 2010, I think. Did it finish around 2010? No, it didn't finish around no. 2010 because I, I I watched the finale in 2015. So yeah. yeah, so it stacks up. I think it's 2009 or 10. It started. It does all stack anyway. up. Hey, listeners, don't hey, all stack up. The maths, the maths make sense. Okay, stop drinking the Kool Aid, and start believing that years add up to the years that they're meant to be. Okay. First step, really. They went to quite some effort to animate over 3,000 stills into an opening credit sequence, uh, but then decided against using it. Uh, mm. Paul Donnellan, mm. uh, one of the designers, said, Yes, Joe liked the opening credits we did, um, but after their edit, they felt it slowed the momentum and the, of the introduction. That seems to be a big concern for filmmakers now. Mm. They're aware of the short attention span of audiences and don't want to delay the story. Oh man, if I see a long opening credit sequence that's like really been carefully animated and put together. Yeah. Oh, I just really, really want to just walk out of the cinema and go to the next screen. I just want to walk out of the cinema and turn my phone on and, and, and shove it into my eye socket. <laughs> yeah. Because I can't, I can't handle it, mate. I just can't handle it. It's the worst thing ever. <sighs> it makes me sick. <sighs> it makes me fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, critics felt that this was one of the rare moments where your ass gets to be completely honest. Mm. David Denby over at the New Yorker said David A rabid, itchy, crack-den heartlessness to it Screw you nihilism as a joke mm. May have let something slip there <laughs> It's as cold as that bitch Sandra down at the crack-den <laughs> I bought into a nihilism and she said it was a bloody joke <laughs> For this money I should at least get a smile with my crack <laughs> There's uh. no reason your crack-den can't be a more cheerful place Become an OGT <laughs> Patreon to find our videos yeah. on how to cheer up your crack-den Public, meanwhile, as usual, assembled on Google to do their grim work. <laughs> Yay. Rahul M. on Google said, mm-hmm. uh, It's one of the best examples of its genre. Crazy, stylish, shoot 'em up flick. I think it's really well paced and directed. I cannot believe the cast. Such a deep lineup. Ron Tomato's site is useless. <laughs> it's got a deep lineup, Paul. It, it, d- deep is the word I thought of. Um, <laughs> profound was the other one. <laughs> I might need to turn this off. Just fucking Chris Pine's face just hoved into view behind me. Ah. <laughs> it's a good. We should do this more often, Paul. Just a reminder we of the film often. we're talking about. Yeah. Just in, in case Listeners, we have anything. Have, yeah. In case we do end up leaving any of this in the podcast, I have got Smoke and Aces playing over my shoulder as we discuss this. 
the ultimate psych out. Paul has, has taken the reins fully of Goodman's season. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you did once for a brief period used to use the Zoom background thing in order to have fucking Danny DeVito looming over you large, yeah, large I, across your face. I did it twice, I think, for Junior and for the Jet Li's the one. That's right. And um, <laughs> that was very good. God, I, mi- I missed that. It was very good. That was great. And I feel like we're trying to recapture some of that energy now, which is why it's taken us 25 minutes to get to where we are now. I'll tell you who else who liked it, though. Terence Malick. Oh, boy. In a, rare, in a rare live appearance at the Princeton Garden Theatre in 2016, he admitted that Smoke and Aces was a surprise favourite, which was very well directed and showcased an impressive ability to balance multiple plot lines. And then he made Song to Song. <laughs> Oops. So I think it's safe to say this is a movie that broke him. That's, that is a shame. Because he could have ma- he could have made his own sm- he could have made Smoking Aces too not whoever, he could have made whoever made yeah Smoking Aces two Assassin's Ball by Terence Malick <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been up for it uh, okay and I know you would have well too. we're running short on time so fortunately uh, this movie has a very small cast so we don't have too many three men so yeah we'll be okay no nope, okay, psych out settle down oh fuck you <laughs> <laughs> it could have been worse folks he's just changed his background to the word Smoking Aces. <laughs> With a bit of thigh, just a little bit of Alicia Keys thigh on her, which he's now coquettishly got his head between. It's a hell of an image. I'm going to be hatching in autumn. Um, This is pretty good. It feels like I'm on YouTube now, doesn't it? Oh, shit, mate. Hey, OG team. Hey, OG team. Check out this body I found in the woods. (laughs) Please subscribe. Please. Please. Please, before I get Rachel. So... (laughs) Here are some of the fucking three men in this movie. Okay, okay. first of all, I've got to very excitedly set, talk to you about Alex Rocco. Ooh. Alex Rocco plays Cerner. Okay, he's just one of the guys, the underbosses, who are scheming against um, the main guy. I think he's in the opening sequence. You know, he's not really a big deal. But uh-huh. that is P- Mo. I got shot through the glasses whilst getting a massage <gasps> green from the Godfather, who oh. read the will in Blood Mania and memorably dived into a pool full of snakes <laughs> and our hearts in Stanley. He's an oh, epic three-man. The most epic three-man. <laughs> Fuck off Nick Cage. And I don't know, just go away, Alex, Jackie Sandler. Alex Rocco, yeah, please, get help. Alex Rocco has now once again dived into the pool full of snakes that is our hearts. <laughs> also known as the bin. <laughs> you're in there now. Uh, you're in there bro. now, along with Curtis Armstrong, who was in Ooh. Spy Hard, no matter how much he tries to deny it. <laughs> uh, yes, Jesus. he he did, because it wasn't on his Wikipedia or his IMDb, so I had to get the cast list of Spy Hard <laughs> from IMDb to find out it was him. He played a pastry chef, and he's a prick. Um, he also <laughs> played some guy named Clint in Bucky Larson, so yeah, he's a deserved three-man. Clint? Very well-deserved. Was, he, was he the neighbor? No, the roommate. Oh, God, I don't know. Maybe. Wow. <laughs> Well, he was in Spy Hard and he's playing someone in this. Oh, Spy Hard was quite a long time. Anyway, whoever, whoever it was, nice. Yeah. Joel Edgerton is, of course, a three-man because of Star Wars. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a shame. Remember that lady in the Terminator that gets killed by Arnie bef- um, whilst he's looking for the right Sarah Connor? Sarah Connor? Oh, yeah. Yes. And then he just shoots her. Yeah. Um, She's not in it. She was Margie Turlock and she was in the Hottie and the Naughty. Uh, oh, she good. was the loser lead's uh, character's loser friend's mother. Um, and then plays Helga in Norbit. So, oh, brilliant. Well, honestly, I think, think I'd rather be shot in the face by Arnie, to be honest. <laughs> well, she tried by She's probably... <laughs> if you need a decision on that, films. she's the one that's going to be able to help you. <laughs> uh, Common is a foreman after pitching a sex robot in movie 43, being a supportive man in New Year's Eve, and was one of the Joker's henchmen in Suicide Squad. Oh, that's a shame. So I do like the common. Yeah, he seems like a good guy, and I think we've had him as a quickfire a couple times. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, no doubt. tell you what he's good in, Paul. Oh? John Wick. Oh, the John Wick. Mm. There's always that. Now, Ben Affleck has very quietly, I think, become a sixman. Ooh, uh, thanks yeah. to Batman versus Superman, Suicide Squad, we mm. played the Batman mm-hmm. in both. Um, Gili, Gili, of course, memorably Gili. Pearl Harbor, yeah. and Surviving Christmas. So, you got to give oh, him Christ. this. Yeah. It's pretty adventurous. He's demonstrated what I call range, Paul. <laughs> range a in spite of prejudice. Of oh, free to a man. Free in a bush. Free. Free. Yo. Films are shit, mate. Um, <sighs> Smoking Aces has 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, 45% mm. on Metacritic, mm. 75% mm. on Google, and made $57 million on a $17 million budget, which is $30 million less than Epic Movie, which was released the same day. Wow, fuck me blind. 
Um, <laughs> Seventeen million dollar budget. Yeah, is, is that including sal- like salaries for actors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. The only thing it won't be including is uh, marketing, which I imagine was ooge. Is wank money? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Paul, you colossal fucking idiot. Pussy. <laughs> What's one thing about smoking aces that made you want to shoot your load on a twelve thousand dollar calfskin jacket? <laughs> oh, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, other than other than that, oh, I do dislike the idea of Las Vegas, Paul, and th- and this movie does get it across quite nicely. <laughs> Not as Yay. much as some, but uh, it's, it's a, a weird, it's a, it's a weird idea, isn't it? It's a weird idea. The first, the original series of CSI was set in Las Vegas, and that was always such a weird thing that it was. Yeah, what? Because you expect you to care? Well, it's just because you expect it to all be casinos, and when yeah. it's not all casinos, when you realise that they have job centers and homes in it yeah it's really weird you're like why like isn't part What's of birdsong um not birdsong fuck me the goldfinch set in um vegas yeah the really really depressing part <laughs> oh yeah yeah God. like i really remember a really evocative description of like just dirt houses yeah just the like yeah. in, in my mind it's like gray desert it's not gray in, in the <laughs> in the book but it's just the vibe that you get from it yeah oh god oh uh. And I, and I love that in this film. Yeah, let's do a really quick plot rundown. Okay. So we've got this guy. Oh, Jesus Christ, how far into this plot are we going to get? Bobby <laughs> Smokin' Aces, the movie Israel, is um yeah. a guy who is now he's a snitch, basically. He was a magician who got into the mob, and now he wants to... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he's put Joel Edgerton back there, folks. It's terrible. It just reminds um, me so we don't forget Oh, him. boy, it's available on HD DVD on April 17th. <laughs> I can't wait to get it in that... <laughs> stellar format i can play it on my xbox only 10 months to go um yeah yes so yeah we got yeah bobby a bobby israel he's a magician turned gangster who has decided to grass up a few uh like a mobster he doesn't like right um yes spinoza i'm gonna i'm gonna say what happens when i try and remember the actual fucking movie rather than just make gags it's just a shit show this is this is a bad idea paul he uh, bobby israel is very very sweaty uh because of that yeah yeah everybody Um, wants to kill buddy and so they're going to assemble a bunch of eccentric weirdos we've got ben affleck breaking down the cast for us in his best rich guy richie outfit buddy aces israel card sharp illusionist Asshole. And I, I say this from the bottom of my heart. Retire. Douchebag. Five-time Vegas showman of the year. The wise guys, for some fucking reason, love him. I think he's like a mystic, you know, something special. So it's, yeah, we've got Ben mm. Affleck and his two droogs. Yep. Andy Garcia is heading the cops who are protecting Bobby Israel. Yes. Bratz has been rumored to have performed the nexus of 100 contract murders. Including one of the Bureau's most celebrated agents, Freeman Heller. Um, uh, also, also cops Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds and, and, Ray and Ray Liotta in the van yep. having a chat about we. Urine is good for your skin. My grandmother, uh, I swear to God, my grandmother told me. She said, uh, <laughs> she did because I used to what I do, get a zit or something. She said, you oh, on on your the face? Get the Fucking nuts. What? It's my grandmother. Alicia Keys and Taraji P. Henson. Yes. They want us to go in and drop this mafioso motherfucking Play works, girl. I'll kill some serious caps. Where it travels. So we supposed to go in there, bust on his punk, and remove his heart. Is that what is that? Got uh, uh El Assassin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a killer a killer Latino man who has an uh, Assassin's Creed blade, which is El great. Assassinato. El Assassinato. You have the Tremor brothers, who are amazing. One of whom looks a lot like John C. McGinley, but I didn't look up if it is John C. McGinley. Probably <laughs> it's, not, right? It's, it's, nah, it's fucking um, uh, Kevin Durand. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you also have Chris Pine in there. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Skinny Chris Pine. <laughs> um, you've got Mickey Flanagan, who's here as... Um, yeah, the guy who's you're not going to be seeing too much of. You mean was that a joke or? Well, the, who is it really? Tommy Tommy Flanagan. Tommy Flanagan. God yeah. damn it. Mickey Flanagan. Yeah, the uh... Mickey Flanagan, the Northern comedian, would be absolutely perfect in this role. <laughs> North- um, but Cockney isn't he? Is he Cockney? Well, I mean, from Kent, I guess he's. Fuck uh, me. I guess I he's Northern is. to you. Jesus, it's hot. <laughs> <sighs> it sounds like it's hot. In spite of my slipping, in spite of my re- grip on reality slipping. Yeah, it's still pretty. It's still a pretty good grip, I've got to say. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, have? 
um, we we have so Joel Edgerton. That's everyone. Joel Edgerton yeah. is uh, um, well, he's protecting. Yeah, he's the head of security Israel. for head his security. Like, crew. But he's not, also not he's playing Hugo, it. and he's someone who might also be gra- grasped up along with Carmen. Yeah, so who's also in this movie? A, we haven't said that yet. Um, no, we haven't said that yet. And it's no, very def- important. definitely not. Is there anyone else? Um, I think that might be it. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yeah. So the next thing that happens is that Ben Affleck and his friends get killed by Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's they're quite... all scheming their ways of getting into this hotel yes. where you know the guy is hold, held up, and they're all trying to get in there. Um, Le Sasson El Assassinito is um, <laughs> disguising himself as the head of security at the hotel. Mm. Uh, he's basically hit manning it as his plan. Yeah, and this scene is currently happening right now. He, he, um, yes, he absolutely, kills, which is very handy. Of, yeah, he kills head of security Matthew Fox. Um, <laughs> I'm actual... hoping I can blag long enough to actually just see the movie happen and then we can just go from there. God, what a horrendous record time. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's an unsettling scene and he now becomes head of security. <gasps> That's how easy it is, folks. That's how easy it is to get a job in Vegas. That's how I got my job as bookstore guy. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. stabbed any slag you got in your way. And but, um, you were very well respected in the book club <laughs> world. Got to respect that in, in the world of publishing. El, El Monde de Publicinato. <laughs> uh, the Tremor brothers managed to um, kill a bunch of like uh, security. Well, they kill off Affleck and take the mm. uniforms they'd used to plan. They had planned to use to get close to the guy. Fortunately, mm. the three brothers are the exact same size as these um, these other guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, coming is just incredibly intimidating, ridiculous looking um, members of staff at the hotel. Brilliant. Yeah, every hotel needs three. <laughs> you know, the one just... guy with the mohawk. <laughs> Do you want us to get the neo-Nazi bellboy? Oh, not really. There's a Jason Bateman cameo, but apart from that, yeah. we're basically all heading for the climax. Everybody arrives at the hotel. Yeah. Uh, Flanagan Edgerton arrives first, but unfortunately is only in slow motion, so it will take him a while to actually get any traction. Yeah. <laughs> You're wearing the face of an Edgerton man. Oh, yeah, he kills Edgerton and takes his face. And um, Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Yes, that's, um, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Flanagan doing yeah. that. Flanagan Edgerton. Flag- Flanaganato. Yeah, you're wearing the face of an Edgerton, mate. You've got to take it slow. You've got to, you've got to work up that talk. You've got to, you got to talk, try son. and fit into your new life as an Edgerton man. Yeah, so, and you can't. That's the trick. Um, Common at this stage starts to get very suspicious that the man who's he knows is snitching might be snitching on him. Oh, if you can't touch oh. a, trust a snitch. Yeah. What can ne- you snitch? N- hey, hey, mate, never snitch a snitcher, you know. Uh, every other person in this hotel is now a hitman after Buddy Israel. So <laughs> Either a hitman um, oh, or a snitch. Should- we should explain, Alicia Keys is um, disguising herself as a sex worker who is going yes. to come in with the latest group of sex workers yes. um, while she receives sniper coverage from her tiny angry friend across the way. <laughs> oh, and there's that getting set up in the movie. Great. <laughs> oh, brilliant. This is, this is great. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, ben Affleck's mate wakes up in the water and he goes off to a house. Anyway, next scene. Rayleigh also goes ahead and gets in a lift with El Assassinato. Oh um, no! Is it is El Assassinato going to be as effective as L'Assassin? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Because pretty much, on his yeah. second guy, he manages to get killed. Pretty much, yeah. Wounded Affleck guy does manage to find his way into an Eli Roth movie, and yeah. uh, if you were on the fence about this movie, it's going to get you there one way or the other. <laughs> I feel like you're eyeballing me, dog. I don't like punk bitches eyeballing me. You got beef? You got beef? You want some of this? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <gasps> Immediately followed by Jason Bateman and Panties as well, just to really, yeah. really get you yeah. home. It, it's what I would call a 2006 <laughs> idea of what ADHD is, and then um, <laughs> Jason Bateman with cold sores. And, 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 and yeah, what, <laughs> and then what that, would you need? Which was 2006. <laughs> yeah, Liotta's w- uh, wounded and is uh, in the lift, and yeah. Ryan Reynolds gets wind of it and is on his way. He smells it. To, smells yeah, it on sm- the gas. Smells it in the air. <gasps> yeah. Liotta's in trouble. Yeah. So he's on his I'm way. Ray Ray. <laughs> Uh, Edgerton takes out a body... Edgerton Flanagan. Edgerflanagan. Yeah. Uh, takes <laughs> out a bodyguard. Yep. <laughs> he takes out a bodyguard and... Oh, man, he's so quick and succinct. And he's completely alone now with um, his target, Anne Common. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's eventually going to get around to killing him. He's pulling out... He's pulling out... I thought this as well, but he's very slowly, occasionally pulling out phone lines and, and things. And um, he's... He, he's a perfectionist, you know? Yeah. And sometimes that means the job just doesn't get done. But that's all part of the craft. Just ask Orson Welles. As long as he gets out, it's fine. <laughs> but he's connected to the he's connected to the Swedish doctor, and more, more on him later. Ooh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that. Common and Jeremy 
Israel. Sorry, yeah. I'm reading my notes as we go. Jeremy Israel. Uh, Jeremy Israel, yes. Yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, Common and Jeremy. Yeah, they better sort this out because Flanagan is on his way. But yeah, um, that leads to a shootout. Mm. Common gets taken away by the cops, leaving Flanagan all alone with his prey. Well, shit, I guess it's time for another lengthy gap. This is all happening within the space of two minutes, mate. If this was, you wouldn't be able to keep up with this pace if we were in the in the room all this time. <laughs> That's why they cut away a hundred things. It's like New Year's Eve. <laughs> it's just as uh. good as New Year's Eve. Um, um, there's a gunfight, right? There's just a big gunfight. The tremors what? arrive, and um, yeah, 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 but yeah. Flanagan's exactly. taking so fucking long that Buddy nearly kills himself, but doesn't. Uh, the elevator doors open, yeah. and uh, yeah, the Scaleri brothers, as I've called them, arrive. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2, catch the magic. There's two gunfights. The, the yeah. Tremors do a gunfight, and Alicia Keys does a gunfight with sniper support. Yeah, uh, well, she's trapped in the lift the now. FBI. She's, she's trapped, trapped in the lift yeah. with Elisar Sonato. Yeah, and they think that, obviously, she's going to be involved in that. So, yeah. so Tregi P. Han- um, Henson, the angry friend, mm. she fires her sniper oh, yeah. sniper rifle. And it's uh, yeah. it's not a sniper rifle, it's a sniper cannon. <laughs> it's um, a Brett M82 50 caliber, so yeah, it does it fairly good. Yeah, it's what I'm Paul out said. Of work. Yeah. yeah, it's a black gun, and um, it, <laughs> it 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 makes people go boom into the walls, and um, yeah, and I like it. <laughs> nothing about guns. Common ends up killing most of the Nazis, which is a movie I'd like to see. And yeah, sniper. Common Fox and Jeremy kill the Keys. Nazis. <laughs> In your theaters, never. Sniper Fox thinks that Alicia Keys is dead and so goes on a bit of a rampage because she just can't stand to live in a world without Alicia Keys. Who could? Yeah, well, shut up, world. Yeah. You don't know. Pine fleas and uh pine fleas and common gets keys. And <laughs> <laughs> That's what encounter Alicia Ryan keys, Reynolds. that is. It's very good. That's very good. Reynolds Reynolds tries to cut block Alicia Keys, but that cock ain't getting blocked, so she just moves on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't block Alicia Keys cock. Ryan Reynolds Flanagan. goes, Yeah, you're right. I care slightly less about you criminals <laughs> than other criminals. Affleck Buddy survives his encounter with Naughty's uh ADHD portrayal and manages <laughs> to kill Pine. Uh, in revenge for getting dumped in a lake some t- several scenes earlier. Seven minutes ago. Flanagan, El Assassinito, get away. Yeah. As does Alicia Keys and Carmen. No, El Assassinito's dead, right? Well, he's dr- he's driven away, but then the spike thing goes up his sleeve, so it's implied that he survived. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Well, there you go. The sequel baiting, if ever I saw one. Uh, yeah, Oscar somebody finally like. investigates where those sniper shots came from and manages to track Sniper Fox to her room and shoots her dead. Oh man, I wonder how Alicia Keys is going to react to that in another movie. Yeah. Oh. Uh, meanwhile, uh, yeah. Oh, okay, the twist. Mm. The twist happens. Yes, yeah, so, what was all this about? <laughs> um, well, all the while through this, intermittently, um, there's been this large mafia plot described, and basically mm. there was once this legendary FBI guy. Super cop. Called Heller, because he was yeah. hella cool. Yeah. And um yeah, he was apparently gunned down in the fifties, but he wasn't though. He went underwent extensive Shit. makeup in order to become Sparazo, the big the big guy yeah. who we're hoping to testify against. Ah so where did the mafia think Sparazo came from? How did he get such a big family and following? Fifties, mate. Fifties. There was no mafia. He was the first do you know, mafia. Do you know, do <laughs> I've you know got how much? A great idea. <laughs> We're all going to wear suits and have guns, and we're going to talk like this. And I think it's going to catch on in a big way. Have you heard of this thing that the FBI made up called the Mafia? Well, <laughs> I'm saying we play them at their own game, and we actually make one. <laughs> so Buddy Israel is actually his son from a cocktail yeah. waitress, and yeah, he needs a heart transplant. It doesn't yeah. all matter that much, though, because Reynolds just kills them both because he's mad about losing his Ray Ray. Yeah. Well, he's mad about the injustice, Paul. Mostly the Ray Ray. There's a lot of injustice. The injustice. There's a hell of a... Injustice like, of Ray Paul, Ray. They should have called this smoking injustice. <laughs> it would have gone just as well. Uh, and I just think, yeah, well. that's pretty much, much going to end it as Clint Mansell plays us out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That was a bit chaotic. <laughs> Our plot rundown, but also the film. Also Paul, the film. first of all, hmm. why? what is your experience of smoking aces? How did you first experience it? And why should we care? I expe- Well, <laughs> you should never care, but um, <laughs> I'm going to proceed as, as though you do, because 
my existence depends on it. <laughs> I saw this in Le Cinema after... Oh, Le Cinema! After having seen Narc on VHS um, Ooh, as a teen. Lovely. That's and, very good. Oh, fuck me. Narc is great. I bloody love Narc. It's very good. And if you haven't I seen haven't Narc... I haven't seen Narc in a while, but I remember really liking it. I remember loving mm. it as a kid when I rented it from the Blockbuster yeah, video. From the Blockbuster. And I remember... I remember really enjoying catching up with it when it was on television. I think Channel 5 about 10 mm, years later. But it's been about 10 years since then. So yeah. I'll go I could in, do with another revisit. I'll, I'll go into it a little bit more in a one better thing. Um, spoilers. Okay, good. For the third and final time, we shall talk about Narg. <laughs> Which is less than it deserves. I tell you that. <laughs> uh, Smoking Aces, guy who directed Narc, and it yeah. also had a whole bunch of people that made me think this is going to be a fun or, you know, tense, yeah. good good film. Um, yeah. I remember at the time I wasn't massively into Ryan Reynolds or Ben Affleck. Mm. Um, Neither had done a lot of great stuff at that stage. Yeah. And I remember um, the <laughs> the amazing, uh, like, sort of twist of Ben Affleck being off in the first 30 minutes. Um, yeah. And, fun. yeah, I, I just remember it when I saw it in the cinema, liking some of it and but but finding it kind of underwhelming but mm. as the years went on thinking uh, i i do disagree with a lot of things i thought back when i was 20 and yeah. all those beliefs you had yeah all those oh, horrendous horrendous prejudice beliefs <laughs> mostly directed at you yeah. and i thought and my kind and and your entire kind and 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 reason for being you know and I and I thought, but and you know, I, I've what's the word? Acquiesced, become milder. Just yeah, give, I've I've give become less of a shit. Lukewarm to you um, and everything yeah. that you stand for. And I thought, well, maybe that applies to smoking aces as well. Because every time I, I I saw clips of it, I I I think, God, this is this is a really good looking movie, and it's got loads of people in it that I do mm. like. And Ryan Reynolds and Ben Affleck for me have had like definitely had their renaissance between twenty two thousand six and now. So 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 yeah, I, I I was curious to see if I had mm. tempered or you know if it, what a revisit <laughs> would reveal. You tempered like uh, steel, mate. <laughs> there is a, there is a moment where Common steals, um, <laughs> where he just yeah he just steals Alicia Keys, S T double E L S. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he blue steals her. It's an awkward cut um, to the next, and he's just she's in his arms, and that's it. <laughs> that's all you need to know, mate. Well, to be fair, look at them both. Oh, fuck um. Yeah. Fucking hot as shit. Um, He's so hot. <laughs> for me, I saw Smoking Aces on DVD the year it mm. came out, um, and I saw I got it for the same birthday. I had Smoking Aces and I had um, Lucky Number Eleven. They both oh, came out man. the same year. Both of them very similar in many ways. Both very mm. Tarantino esque um, yes. kind of action movies that had these small, intense bursts of action that were mainly mm. build up in character and vamping mm. and dialogue more yeah. than anything else. Um, and as, as a result, obviously, Tarantino comparisons abound. Yeah. And I enjoyed Smoking Aces, and I still do. I still think it's a very good film. I think there's, mm. you know, as Terrence Malick says, it's very good at building up tension. It's yes. got some really memorable scenes in it. Yeah. A lot of it, like, it feels like he just wanted to fill this with, like, really memorable, like, moments and big, yeah. big things. I, my only problem with it, really, is that I'm a little frustrated by it because I feel like it could have been even more than that. And when mm. trying to think about what's lacking, I feel like there's just not quite enough stuff between characters. We yeah. introduce everybody in isolation. Mm. Then we basically have a massive climax almost immediately. Almost every mm. single assassin character dies or is resolved in their first appearance yeah. in the actual scene. It's like yeah. one big action scene and then that's it. And then mm. we're debriefing. And as a matter of fact, it's actually a very short film. The movie I was surprised. ends at an hour 40 and there's yeah. 10 minutes of credit. And I think the actual action is over and we start epiloguing at about an hour 20. Yeah, it, it was it was very quick. I, I went into this thinking it was going to be a two hour 30 movie. Um, yeah. And it, I think I, it maybe could I, have benefited from being like I'd have loved a so. bit more, a bit more interaction, a few more. Because what Tarantino would have done mm. had this been him. And, you know, you think of the movies like this, where he just assembles a bunch of oddballs together. He'd have had way more dialogue sequences between them. Yeah. He'd have had way more bouncing off each other to disparate characters. He'd have had one of the Nazis just bump into, you know, yeah. Leah Sasson and have them talk for a bit. Yeah. Just, you know, just, you know, bouncing off each other and building up these tense sequences. Yeah. Um, 
And also the cross-cutting thing is quite good, but sometimes it did make it feel like we were just dragging, like when the elevator is arriving with the Nazis in it. Hmm. Like, we cut to that like three times across the course of about 15 screen minutes. Yeah. So it does get a little yeah, comical yeah. of like, Jesus, what's wrong with this elevator? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, is it smoking for an unrelated reason? Okay. Um, <laughs> Um, I, but yeah, otherwise I really like. I like the performances yeah. a lot. I like the characters that have been cool. developed. I'm, that's why I'm frustrated because I want to see yeah. more of them. I think. Yeah, like yeah. I'm really interested in what their backstories are, and you know what? Well, I don't need their backstories, but I, I need more about like how hmm. who they are impacts on their actions. I think because be yeah, I mean the the moments we did have, like I, I fucking love Alicia Keys and Taraji P Henson. Yeah, in the, but, in the diner at the beginning, they just look so. There was just something about yeah. the dynamic and the chemistry and. I got, they I, were I just, so cool. Yeah, felt so much. And they have this it. plan. They have this plan, right, to infiltrate yeah. this group of sex workers who are going up to the thing. Yeah. I'd love to see that happen. You know, I'd love mm. to see her infiltrate this group of sex workers, like interact with them, and then get into the suite. Yeah. But she never even gets close. Really, she just sees the Nazis. No. Yeah. Then gets into a slight gunfight, and that's kind of it. Yeah, I think if Tarantino would have been doing this, he would have spent twenty minutes with Alicia Keys in, like getting into the apartment and facing yeah. you know scrutiny from guards and really building tension. Um, yeah. I, 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 I love what this movie did with building tension. I really liked mm. the opening, you know, the, like the Ben Affleck expository montage, which is like... Ben Affleck just, and Andy Garcia, you know, two team, yeah. uh, double teaming and, the expositional stuff. And, and on paper, you know, that's something that I criticise movies for all the time. But yeah. this this was um, beautifully shot and and put together, mm. and there was just something about the the, the tone. It's almost a drone of um, the tone drone <laughs> of Ben Affleck and, and Andy Garcia, yeah. who's doing his trust his special accent. Well. Yeah, um, yeah, you can and contrast the- it quite well with Suicide Squad, which obviously just dumps it all on you at once. Yeah. And it's all very bland and uninteresting. True. And this finds a way to make that a bit more dynamic, even though it's essentially yeah. the same thing. And considering that, yeah, yeah, considering that, and considering that favorite scene. Oh boy, that yeah, that was that was a, the, a weird one. The A, the ADHD thing that was um that was so Eli Roth. Doesn't this exact fucking yeah. thing happen in Cabin Fever? Like, oh little maybe kid doing karate suddenly. Oh maybe it was I haven't, so strange. I haven't seen Cabin Fever, but um for, for me, I. I, th- I think it was a great idea, um, for the most part, well executed. Like mm. you, you can see the Tarantino comparisons for sure. Yes. Um, but but Carnahan, I, f- I I think makes it feel like its own beast. Um, the style and feel for me mm. are different enough to Tarantino. That well, like, it's well, Kill oh, Bill Tarantino. Don't forget that we're comparing to here because this is before mm. Inglorious Bastards, which is where he yeah. started to slow the slow the hell down. Yeah, and start doing these really deliberate kind of long mm. drawn out tension sequence movies. Yeah, and it's, this this feels more representative of the sort of carnage that he left on cinema in the wake of Kill mm. Bill. Yeah, I I feel like the the, the directing style is just there's something there's something different about even if it's just camera movement and yeah. and, and things. I, I I can see the why the comparisons are made and I see like yeah. the influences there, but manages to make it its own beast for me. Yeah, the only drawback for me because yeah, I also really enjoyed myself and. Mm. I would like to watch this again, probably because I just, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. But the the only issues for me were some of the more outrageous and zany parts took away yeah. from, the, yeah, the, the, the tension. Kid, I mean, yeah, the karate yeah. kid. Like, there's a occasional action or like torture scenes where it's suddenly sped up, and yeah. it's, I think it's meant to get across the huh, this is kooky <laughs> as well as as well as tense, and that yeah. that was the only thing that really spoil the the like the really excellent sense of dread and tension that the film was building yes it could have you know just played it a bit more straight and it would have um i think worked in its favor um you can still get comedy out of those out of tense moments and and things it's just it's just and the performances yeah yeah i think it it may have been a little overwrought in some places and generally it, it ends up feeling just a little bit slight because there are only a few characters that i really gravitate towards and you know, feel mm. a lot from. Otherwise, I just think they're cool. And that's quite good that they're all cool, mm. but I'd have liked to have more moments of empathy. Because Ryan mm. Reynolds is pitched, basically, because he both begins and ends the movie, he is, although this is an ensemble cast, he's pitched mm. as the main character because, yeah. you know, he's the authority figure and he's the guy who is only mm. really motivated by the will to do good. Mm. Um, and consequently, I'd have liked more from him yeah. because he spends most of the movie just finding out about this very dense plot. Yeah. And I do wonder... If that detracts a little from it too, it's quite a good twist. The idea that this secret agent kind of guy, but it does—it almost feels a little odd with the story we're telling. 
Mm. I'd like more focus on the hotel and the players and the moving and the machinery yeah. and, you know, cutting away in order to revisit this mob, this complicated mob story with, mm. you know, plastic surgery and a big twist. And we never meet the guy, the Spinoza yeah. guy, you know, who's actually yeah. Hella. We never yeah. meet him and have, you know, like a, a scene with him. So no. it does, it, it's a little hollow in that way, that twist. Yeah. And that mm. that reveal could have been done with Ryan Reynolds, you know, departed style being, you know, being in the, uh, like, police, uh, mm. police in, in like, da- downtown at the station and, and mm. just leaving through files when he's left alone. Yeah. And the realisation could have been made more personal that way. But it, yeah. it, it really could have done, and I'd have welcomed it being 45 minutes longer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to ju- to just to Easily just fill in these things because Ryan Reynolds does has this really great dramatic turn as well, like his distress yeah. and anger from sort of halfway on, yeah. halfway through the movie onwards is great. And yeah. like the 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 chaos of is it Sharice uh, Alicia Keys' yeah. friend, the character when Sharice is just pumping bullets from that um, yeah, yeah yeah from that insert name of gun yeah to. Uh, into the into the room, and it's, it's he's he's just screaming and trying to like regain control, and yeah, a, a little bit more to prop up those great emotional turns would have been great. Um, but it's like it's like you say, I yeah. The reason the reason I'm more critical of this than I was of Gone in sixty seconds, say, was because mm. I, I I see this as more of a like a. a a, like a legitimately good, yeah, it's movie. that close to being like, yeah. and I, it's, I do still think the reasons that it's good are legitimate. You know, it's not a so yeah. bad, it's good movie for the most part. Occasionally, yeah. it's, there's moments of what were they thinking, kind of, yeah, in there that you, you know, will take not the way they intended. For the mm. most part, it is working as intended, and it's very effective. It just mm. falls short in a few places, and I, yeah. I would love to have seen this go through a few more drafts yeah. and maybe you know have an extended. Cut. Can we should, can, can we re, can we start some sort of toxic Twitter campaign to release the Carnahan <laughs> cut? Absolutely, it has to be toxic. Who do you want to uh, victimize? Um, you pick one. Alicia Keys, maybe. Group. Yeah, okay. Alicia Keys. She's had it too good for too long. Let's um, <laughs> we'll come after Alicia Keys. But whilst we're coming after Alicia Keys, let's also quickfire. Oh fuck yeah! Oh yeah! Quickfire. I'll start with ambience in general. Yeah, the the op- the opening ambience. Um, with the like the first, I think like ten fifteen seconds of the movie, just a really gorgeous yeah. soundscape going on that really yeah. got me, really got me in the mood. Um, yeah, that was yes. When yeah. the radios start coming in as they're talking, it's good and it starts building up towards the um, title drop. Yes, yeah, that was really good. The way it sort of yeah escalated in that in that sequence. Yeah, um, just other little moments like that. The, the gorgeous mountain behind Ben Affleck and Co. When when he gets. <laughs> When they get off, um, is bloody <laughs> well, lovely. Well, that sequence we can talk about yeah. that because that's that's great. It's just it's one shot. It's the guys yeah. talking. It starts as a conversation piece. There's yeah. nothing to suggest that anything is going to happen. This is yeah. just a, a perfectly ordinary conversation. It's like the beginning of Seven Psychopaths, um, mm. and then suddenly a car pulls up, drives mm. past them, and then comes back. Yeah, pulls the window down. Everyone stares to look at it, and suddenly they're just machine gunned to death, yeah. and that's it. And, and and there's something the, the the car passes by black metal is blasting out of the car and it dr- momentarily drowns out their discussion and then yeah. it goes and then when it comes yeah. back it completely drowns out the conversation again and it's yeah. great comedic timing with the, the you know the pause before the car comes back yeah yeah everything about it is great and then chris pine smushing ben affleck's corpse his mouth up and down oh god was, well okay chris I, pine in general i thought was great <laughs> Yeah. I thought he was really good in this. He's very briefly in it. His little moment with the Ennio Morricone music to um, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yeah. Um, and just this weird sort of natural-born killers, again, leaning into the Tarantino aspect. Yeah. Kind of dialogue, his simplicity. Yeah, it really, it was very good. Finally, did you call? Me and my brothers were wanting by the law. I would have killed you to get it, too. would have? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> We's just at the wrong place at the wrong time, so don't feel so bad, Chief. All right then. Mm. Yeah, I, I really, really liked him. I, I love his, um, his discussion with I think it's Hollis, who's Ben Affleck's guy mm. at the end. Okay, uh, near the end of the movie, everyone's doing their "This is how I got away" thing, and um, yeah. and everyone's pretty skilled. And you know, Tommy Flan, Tommy Flanagan rips off his Joel, his full Edgerton mask, and. 
Yeah. Well, ah, I'm free. I get away. And then fucking Chris Pine turns like comes out of an ele- elevator, I think, with an FBI badge, just going FBI. And everyone's like, "Yeah, get out of the way, sir." FBI, you guys did not bring out and um, he gets into the, the car park on the roof and he has this chat with Hollis after he confronts yeah. him about what he did. And um, it ends with that. Um, you know, <laughs> it's the way the world. Where's well, always going to be? It's just some, something yeah. something about that whole chat was just so, I, I, I don't know. It, it was giving that feel of, you know, the arrogance of this guy who's going to get off scot-free. And obviously yeah. he's not. But No responsibility as well. He's got like that Cormac McCarthy style. Well, I'm just one of the players around here. You know, I yeah. didn't write the rules. I'm just playing the game. Yeah. Kind of feel to him, which, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Right. I think I've picked out all of my Ray Liotta moments. Okay. Um, in the beginning when they're jo- joshing and you're trying mm. to set up a rapport between them. Just him. Alzheimer's. You get Alzheimer's if you're using the, the antiperspirant with the with the aluminum. I'm sorry, I forgot. I don't remember what you said. What? Yeah. That amused me. It's good. Yeah. Um, and then when they're listening in on the conversation between mm. Mo, I got shot in the eye whilst getting a massage green, and whoever the other guy was, he's just in the van, and the guy says, "It's a punchline. You ready? Yeah, here's a punchline." So how much are they doing for this job? Well, here's the punchline. Really ought to just kind of repeat. Oh, yeah. Here's the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's fun. Kind of these are guys spectating on this. Yeah. Like. I like that very much. I like the, the like the yeah the pee in the bottle chat in that same scene as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Bef- before we move on from that scene, just the the the, yeah. the opening shot on the reveal, starting with Ryan oh, Reynolds' yeah. face, and it just mm. camera just panning back slightly as as a conversation goes on to event to reveal Ray Liotta in the foreground. He's yeah. not facing Reynolds, and there's just something great about that setup. It's really really great reveal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also, just one last line of Ray Liotta's is when he's reporting the fact that there's been a fight between the sex workers and the, um, mm. you know, Jeremy, what's his name? Buddy, buddy Smoking Aces, Hollister, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, uh, up in the room. Um, Israel. They, um, he yeah. says, Yeah, a fight. A scuffle with Donnybrook. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is a Donnybrook? <laughs> but I love that he pulled out yeah. this old 1950s word to describe yeah. a, a, a scuffle in the in the penthouse. That's good. Uh, like a, yeah. <laughs> so Buddy Israel, when they're sh- t- saying how he got out of, he was getting out of control, like turning mm. into this gangster and doing these hits and, and becoming uh, a bit of a loose cannon. Um, the, loose guys, cannon! <laughs> loose cannon over here. Um, he, the, these guys have just done a robbery and they turn up and dump all the money on the table. And he goes, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? That's good work. Good fucking work. In, this childlike way, um, which really did get across mm, in over your head. You're going to get made. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Going to get made, um, I, son. Fuck yeah. Um, I liked Ben Affleck describing uh, the tremors. Um, mm. I can't remember why, but there's something about his introduction. Maybe it's just like the words he's using or like the, the nature of his dialogue over this horrible scene of the tremors um just escaping screaming and <laughs> and terrified from this gunfight oh, that he's yeah. been involved in there was just something about him introducing the tremors in particular that i really enjoyed yeah I'll sample and- that here Speed freaking neo Nazi assholes are reading the site Mein Kampf like it was Mother Goose. They're mooner and shit. They're dumber than hell, and these motherfuckers will go make it time. And then there was Buddy's Realm over your shoulder just um contemplating suicide. Yay, good for him. Well, speaking of Buddy Israel, he, okay. I really liked his performance. Um, yes, I thought uh, Jeremy, what's his Piven. name, was very good. Jeremy Piven. Entourage Piven. Yes. What do you see right now? You see exactly and only what I choose to show you. That is illusion, Ivy. That is the lie that I tell your eyes. Making the magic happen in the moment. In that split second. But seeing behind this motherfucker and knowing that it's all bullshit. Yeah, you on some bullshit. But I can shape it, I can shift it, I can make it as real as this room. That's why I'm valuable here, Ivy. And that is why you are not. He was he was fucking excellent. He just yes. sweaty, panicking mess for the entire entire movie. Yeah. Undoing himself with the with his own irresponsible actions, like even now. And with his irresponsible, responsible actions. <laughs> his decision yeah. to finally do the right thing is just tearing him apart because he hates yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, but but still such a just such a smug, arrogant man, and yeah. and, and and not really, 
you know, fearing for his own life, obviously, but that's the yeah. only sort of revelation that he's he's having. Yeah, because it's just a guy who had such a dream of what he wanted in his life, you know, yeah. to get the mafia involved, mm. and yet, you know, was so completely, yeah, just struggled yeah. to, was struggling with the impact of not having that anymore. It was like, mm. it's very much like Ray Liotta at the end of Goodfellas, you know, it's that same kind of, I'm an everyday schmuck now, and, you yeah. know, as even his you know, cowardly deal that he's doing is falling apart. You just, yeah. yeah really oh. see him run out of options and it's very yeah. interesting. It's great. And, you know, he, he, he's always filmed so close up. And yeah. Yeah, it's it's great. I, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed him much more this time around than I did um, mm. as a jaded 20-year-old. And his card tricks are amazing as well. He really yes. does pull off that physicality and it's yeah. very good. Almost as right. good as the ones in Now You See Me Too. Oh, it needed more Fucking CGI. Stupid. Yes, please. Yeah, okay, Bateman. Jason Bateman closes the door on one of uh, Affleck's guys. Mm. And then just says, Hi, Jack. Great, good, super. Come on in. Good to see you. Hello, referee. Come on in. Good, good. Great. Come on. What's uh, in there? Hello? Great. Come on in. Sorry about that. Hey, Hollis. Reprieve. Hello, Hollis. Come on in. You know, I quite oh, enjoyed yeah, yeah, the disheveled yeah. nature, but there was something about that line that really got me. Yeah, that was that 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 made me laugh that bit. Um, yeah. yeah, I liked his character actually with the cold sores yeah. looking really unhealthy and pale. Yeah, <laughs> when Buddy Israel is talking to Joel Edgerton and uh, he, uh-huh. he, I think Joel Edgerton has spunked on one of Buddy Israel's expensive clothes, yes. and uh, he slaps a, he like does a card trick and slaps one on his forehead and goes, "Get out of my fucking sight!" And it's a yeah. Joker card, and it's not really yeah. drawn attention to, but it was no, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. It's part of the card trick stuff. It's very good. Yeah. Um, I thought the bodyguard guy was quite fun when he was trying to chase the women out. He was just, he had mm. some fun lines, some of which, you know, are not great, of course, you know, from a. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, but yeah. he's still got a fun way about him. All right, y'all. We did the damn thing. Now proceed to the front in an orderly fashion. Or however the fuck y'all want to, but get the fuck on. And then him getting shot. In fact, everyone that Flanagan shoots looks great. <laughs> Because he shoots him in the, uh, the the fun bodyguard, and that's really horrible yeah. actually. Because he suddenly, you know, he he switches off. You like you see him go from yeah. like quipping and joking, and then suddenly he's just wheezing and wounded and looking yeah. betrayed. Smoke coming um, out of his back. Oh yeah, that was great. Mm. And then earlier on, when he just takes out all of his target's bodyguards, whilst disguised as the old man in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. just with a couple of scorpion uh, submachine guns, just mm. looked fantastic. Oh, I love I love scorpion submachine guns. Wasn't that what I Charisse don't. was I think using? They look- I think they look terrible. I think they're ugly looking guns. This is the only movie I've ever seen them actually look cool. <laughs> it's because of that. <laughs> actually, Neo Neo uses them. Neo uses them in the hallway fight, and they look quite cool there too. Oh, um, that's true. I just I, I was joking because I don't know anything about guns. Yeah. Um, I never choose them in video games. Whenever I've got a chance, I never choose them. Uh, <laughs> those specific guns, not guns in general. Very Sometimes hard to play pretty... Call of Duty. <laughs> just, just slapping and punching <laughs> Nazis. Um, even in even in modern warfare, just got to find the Nazis. Um, <laughs> when Alicia Keys uh, and um, Taraji Henson are talking mm. to that guy about the like their plan, and uh, yeah. and she Alicia Keys is insanely charming in this scene because she's mm. they're talking about her plan, and um, he she says we know Buddy Israel likes pussy, and the guy is really yeah. precious around the word. And yeah. they really enjoy getting him, you know, mm. to say it, and enjoy just making him more uncomfortable with this like empowered f- uh, femininity. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very, it's very, very, very good. good. Your plans? What you got in mind? Let's see. I'm sorry. Pussy. 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 <laughs> yeah, Israel likes pussy, and we like that he likes. Pussy. Correct. Um, I like everything about the scene of El Assassinito killing the security guard. Assassinato. It was very good. Yeah. There was um good tension building when you know that this guy is a threat and the other guy doesn't, and you feel yeah. like something's coming. He's got a cool wrist thing, like yeah. he's got an Assassin's Creed blade that he kills the guy with, and then just the mm. process of talking him through dying was very oh, good. Oh god, yeah, it was very unsettling, yeah. I thought. Yeah. What? Yes it is. It's filling up your lungs right now. Less than a minute, you're going to asphyxiate and pass out. But you shouldn't be feeling any pain right now, okay? Only Liam Neeson is better when he talks that guy through death. In the grey! Oh my god, Carnahan does this! Oh, he loves doing that. He Carnahan loves this. Does it. 
<laughs> done it to all his pets. Yeah. Um, when Tommy Flanagan is wearing Joel Edgerton's mask, you know, mask as a face, face yeah. as a mask, or face as yeah. a face. Um, mm. Like Joel Edgerton's just walking around with this childlike amusement, and it's yeah. such a fucking brilliant <laughs> mien that he has. Um, <laughs> step. Nobody knows. I like the abruptness of Affleck's friend waking up in the lake with, um, and then just yeah. pulling up his horrible hand with a bunch yeah. of the fingers missing. That was yeah. that was really good. I was like, ooh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ray Liotta's uh, gunfight in the lift is great. It's it's kind of, it's a bit choppy, but it's just like real frantic gunshots. They annihilate each other, mirrors shatter, lights go out, and then uh, the the scenes illuminated sporadically with muzzle flash. And it's yeah. fucking, I, I, I love that effect, I guess. Yeah. A couple of uh, Alicia Key moments I really liked. Yes. Uh, first of all, her finding the Nazis was good. Yeah. Um, I thought she had really good reaction shots there mm. and like just played it really well. And then when she finds the two guys dead in the elevator, just saying, yep. These two dudes just sitting in the elevator, all shot up. Whatever it was, it got way past words. Yeah. Such an, <laughs> that was a low key way of describing what happened. Low key, as she's known. Ah, low keys. Alicia Low Key. Low Alicia Keys. It was tense when she was kneeling over L'Assassin Alba. Mm. Oh, yeah, that well. was good with her neck Oof. just like right yeah. beneath where the blade was. Yeah. That was good. I really like Common in general when he's walking down the stairs with Alicia Keys and Ryan Reynolds is sprinting up. I just thought, oh, I hope they don't see each other. And I, I kind of remember. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't want anything to happen to them. <laughs> it's good stuff. And I'd love, yeah, okay. again, I'd love to see more of that. Yeah, okay. One of the lines that the mum had, the mum of the terrible kid. Um, yeah. She's talking about her bad son. Mm-hmm. Got some clarity issues. Did some home invasion, sodomy, torture type stuff. Wrote a bunch of bad checks. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was very good. Yeah, the, there was something about when, when he's going on with his bullshit, uh, threatening the man and the mum or gran or whatever she is, just goes on laughing over the top of it. It was very unsettling. Yeah. So when, when the smoking elevator arrives with the Nazis in it and all the security guards or cops are there with um, Common... Yeah. And common, a uh, common alone in that group steps back. Yeah, um, is a really that's actually, good. That is actually setup. one of mine. The smoke ah. building and the Nazis kind yeah. of yeah building up. That was really good. Mm. And my last one is yeah the final shots of you know the thing going out to Clint, mm. Clint Mansell. You know it was a good mm. build up. It was a good track they used. It was um yeah yeah a good ending. And I like the low key nature of the killing because I mean they did actually shoot an ending where um. Mm. Ryan Reynolds just like gets out the gun and just shoots both of them and it's very dramatic and kind of explodey okay. but I think it's way better served by just him pulling out the plugs and it being a much mm. quieter moment I think that's a much more dramatic thing I think I think so definitely yeah um, okay I've actually only got one left and it's it's oh, another cool. Piven it's another Piven Ooh, another Piven piece pivotal moment yes when uh, when when he learns that the deal the the deal to protect him has been pulled, which is when Andy Garcia learns about his, uh, Hella's true identity, yeah, it's a very very painfully accurate portrayal of like trying to cope with the panic. Um, yeah, he he's like starts to try and breathe and and like failing to like control it with that, he just kind of yeah. collapses. Yeah, uh, and yeah, oh god, it was really good, yeah. much better than I ever gave him, gave him credit for in the twenty oh six. The whole thing works quite well when you can remember the twist because you realise that the reason his deal is being shot down is because he is being prepped to be kidnapped and have his har- yes. organs harvested to keep an FBI informant alive. Yeah. Um, and that's why his life is being deliberately ruined by the authorities and that's quite troubling. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay. Right, what What about the OG team? You know, I'm oh desperate my... for that news. Oh, fuck yeah. I know the OG team are about, all about <laughs> us keeping to a good run time so let's let's see what they've got to say. Something concise, I bet. Oh, here we go. Speaking of concise, Bex Watson over at Patreon says, <laughs> I tried to watch this so I could contribute, but I fell asleep. Uh, 50% oh, chance no. it was pure exhaustion or COVID rather than boredom. The little yes. I watched just made me want to go and watch Baytown Outlaws again, which uh, has Ooh. a lower Rotten Tomatoes score, but a much higher Ooh. place in my heart. I giggled at, I don't know, cinnamon roll before I drifted off. Okay. Also, is it just me, or did Buddy Israel's part feel like it was supposed to be played by Sam Rockwell? Oh, that would have been quite good. I mean, again, Jeremy Piven's very good, but yes, I can totally yeah. see that. That would have been very good, and I'd be like totally up for seeing that, but I would say that Jeremy Piven actually just did it, fucking knocked it out of the park. So <laughs> He did. Um, Bex has I'm been having a rough glad. time of things lately, it seems, so I'm uh, yeah. very, very glad that she took the time to write in. And, yeah, and I uh, appreciate yeah. you trying to watch it. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's a hell of a thing. I yeah, got sent thanks. a screening link for a movie I didn't manage to get around to watching this week, and yet you watched our dumb podcast thing, so God bless you. I will write Dude. another article for you soon. <clears throat> soon, <laughs> once I've finished getting over all of my emotions. <laughs> but then I'll be a bad writer. Oh. Oh, yeah. Going over to Twitter, <laughs> um, BT Calloway says, from memory, this oh, was I know a that cool guy. I know this guy. He says some things, such as... From Goodness. memory, this was a cool, chaotic film that they ruined by trying to make it all mean something in the third act. Mm. <laughs> it slows down a bit, admittedly, when you get yeah. to yeah. the... Um, but that, again, it just kind of plays I, into the slight anticlimactic nature of the thing, that it kind of just rushes and then dissipates. Yeah. But no, it's still a lot of fun. It still Would really have been better with, as, as we said, better with yeah. a bit more time spent on it, I think. Chris Bond says, wait, this was reviewed poorly? And... Uh, <laughs> Sometimes it takes you by surprise. It does indeed. Such, such has been my experience with Goodman season 50% of the time. Um, <laughs> he was he thinks he was drunk when he saw this, and he thinks it was cool. So there you go. There um, you go. Get drunk thanks, and watch it. Thanks so much, Chris. And Stuart Watkinson, Stuart writes, been on, uh, been on the show, friend of the show, says, I've not seen this. He's a friend of the show. But I will. A show of the friends. Show of the friends. Cool. Go watch it and then let us know. Let us yeah. know. Go on. I go the fuck on. Do it. Please. Okay. Tell us. Yes. And last, lastly but not leastly, over to, to fucking Facebook, to the Meta Business Suite, where I uh, log in to, to see all of my uh, on up-to-the-minute, uh, around-the-clock notifications. We've got one from Jenny Soans. Yay! Who, who says, feels as though I have lived near Goodman Country for years. This was one of the... Fi- you're, you're right, Jenny. We, sh- we should be doing Goodman season all of the time. That's exactly what she said and what she meant and what I believe now. Because Jenny Sones said it. Thank God for Jenny Sones. Where would we be without her? Um, Goodman Country. <laughs> not in Goodman Country, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> this was one of the films I would drop into uh, Ob Breaks. I, mm. I don't know what Ob, Ob Breaks are. Oh, okay. If I had continued reading the, the sentence, it would have... <laughs> uh, this, Your this answer was, was of, there all along. This, here we go. This is one of the films I would drop into Ob Breaks as an usher, but never made time to watch. So many action ensemble picks this season. Cannot wait to see what comes next. <laughs> I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Uh, <laughs> it's so out of the park. <laughs> is this the one in which Matthew Fox has an unrecognisable cameo? Yes, it is. <laughs> Good spot. It's a very weird one. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for writing in, Jenny Sons. I, I love I, I love the stories of Jenny Sons' Usher past. Like, there's just not, not her past with Usher, but her past <laughs> as an, an Usher. Yeah, um, as Usher. As Usher, yeah, her past as Usher is just very storied and really interesting, and it's just, um, it's really good stuff. Kind of yeah. stories we so, need to hear. Absolutely, and the world needs to hear. Write a book. Write a book Fuck about yeah. the cinema scene in the noughties, because, like, I remember this coming up during Next, and just being mm. like, oh, you worked as an Usher whilst Next was out. That's so cool. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Do you want to take a pause just to watch Chris Pine get killed? There he goes. <laughs> and his, the way Chris Pine sort of just jerks around before yeah, hitting the ground so is Yeah, it's so good. Great. You yeah. know, um, he really impressed Ben Affleck on set when he was in this movie, and Ben Affleck said something to the effect, if I had to stake all of my money on one person's career, it would be that man. And it's uh. fucking points at, I assume, him in in costume. Yeah. <laughs> licking a battery off, set, <laughs> off screen. <laughs> to get into character, he says. Thanks, OGT. You're our character that we want to get into. Mm. Yeah, uh, one better thing? Yeah, one better thing. The one better thing. Uh, I'm going to go with Ben Wheatley's Free Fire, actually. Um, yeah, this is a movie where just a bunch of eclectic characters come together. Uh, a bingo. An all-star cast um, mm. of British talent, largely, with a couple of Americans in there. You've got uh, Killian Murphy. Um, Killian Murphy. Killian, Killian Murphy. Murphy. <laughs> Killian oh. Murphy. Army Hammer. Whoops. Uh, Brie Larson. Still good. Shato uh, Copley. Jack Rayner. Uh, Sam Riley's in there. Michael Smiley. Noah Taylor. Fuck me. And it's just a bunch of eclectic strangers with all their own desires and needs and stories and characters and they're Mm. just locked in a room together and they spend the whole movie immediately together interacting with each other before you know breaking off as little breakout rooms to have a little flurries of action um so yeah i i really like it i think it's one of ben wheatley and amy jump's best films Mm, i think so so well written um so concise and just so much going on i'm i really love that movie yeah superb yeah me too it's fucking great um, mine's Narc, surprise. Uh, ah. Joe Carnton's <laughs> earlier movie uh, about an undercover undercover, uh, undercover narcotics officer who's kind of <laughs> drawn drawn back in to help solve a case and uh, yeah. and be with crazy Ray Liotta 
It's um, yeah, crazy, lately Otter. <laughs> it's very, very tense and upsetting at times. Uh, it's more sort of thematically consistent a movie, um, and, and tonally as well. Um, just so, really, really different to Smoking Aces. So very much yeah. um, a, a recommendation of a uh, you know the direct a direct this director's earlier movie, which I think sort of succeeds or is a bit more accomplished. So, yeah, check that out. And keep an eye out for that crazy kid, Joe Carter. Let's see how he does the raid. Yeah, let's Will see. he fucking relax a bit with the cuts and not use CGI? We'll find out. Okay. Come on, Frank Grillo. Actually learn that shit. Paul, how can people find out about the shit we learned? Oh, Christ. Um, it won't take very long. So all they need to do is go on Twitter and Facebook at OGT Pod, and by the time they've done that, they'll they'll have a pretty good idea of what we've learned and what we refuse to <laughs> what learn. We what we continue to refuse to learn. We have a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, where you get exclusive access to things to things such as our uncut and but uh, Halloween twenty twenty two experience, the pre experience. Uh, mm. Most recently, uh, I know what you did last summer, which is very fun and silly, and yay. Yeah, uh, we've we've got some some good good stuff coming out soon in August. The uh, fiasco one shot. And, oh my god! Uh, and more. And for as little as a dollar a month. Let's, <sighs> let's cut it. Let's leave it there because we're over runtime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm Paul over runtime. I'm Paul, but d- 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 remember the one good thing about smoking aces. What's Jerry Piven in Oh fuck it, mate. That aces is smoking. Crying his soul out through his eyes and his eyes. Crying his piss out. Yeah. <laughs> Real men cry their piss out.